And welcome to the Varto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, Cole. We do not have any sponsors today, unfortunately. So let's get right into the show. Cole almost forgot what he was doing there. It's yeah. been two weeks. Cole was like, oh, I missed my beat. I missed my count. Let me catch back up. <laughs> welcome, everybody, like Cole said, to another episode of the Varto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. Intern West, what number are we at? 24, I believe. 24, no, episode that was, 21. Oh, never mind. We did the Jordan episode. Yeah, I was I, you could say this is the Kobe episode. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, if there's anybody I believe in this room, it's going to be Wes. Yeah, that's why I went straight to Wes. <laughs> Tell us what's going on, Wes. All right, episode number 24. Um, today's episode, we are going to just uh, wing it. Uh, no show prep. Two weeks off. Plenty of things have happened. We've got plenty to talk about. So... You brought up Kobe. I'm not. It's uh, what's today's date? The January sixth, twenty twenty one. January sixth, twenty twenty one. I'm not going to skip over it. We're not going to touch on it and, and give our opinions on anything that's going on. But I just want to say this day is going to go down as another day over the last couple of years in the history books, hundred years from now, and it's not for good reasons. So I just want to take a moment, no matter what side you're on, it doesn't matter. You pray for our country, and we somehow all need to unite, because this is ridiculous. Now mm-hmm. we're going to move on. Because you brought up Kobe, so you don't know why I mentioned that and referenced it. The Carolina Dawn show, we were actually recording. When we found out when about Kobe. Kobe. So like going back, it's a good episode. I'll send you the link. It, it's, I want to go back and listen to it, because it's just like, as it was, we were like, what? Yeah, no, it was just like, real. and so this it was so. Um, but when you said Kobe, it made me think of that. So and his death happened, well, I think, twenty days ago, the twenty sixth, right, of January. Twenty days ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I said twenty days before. Did I know? Cole is just—he's <laughs> trying to get back into it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I thought I said twenty days before. Mm. No. No, mm-hmm. 20 day, whatever you say. It's all right. Um, so a lot of things have happened. <laughs> Wes's uh, Alabama Crimson Tide beat Florida. Roll Tide. Um, Good game. Good which game. was a lot better game than we anticipated, honestly. Definitely. As far as, but, you know, I knew that was going to happen, but um, Nick Saban is something else. I, I just... I can't get over how good of a coach. And, and we have Shay in the studio. She's chewing on an arm. So if you hear that noise, <laughs> she's literally chewing on it, it arm. It literally looks like a femur. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's with us today. But one thing, school, they canceled all sports right before right. we stopped because of COVID. So everything is started back up this week. So there's not a lot of sports to get to. Uh, I do want to touch on the Bartow couple of Bartow teams. I reached out to the Bartow soccer team, um, the boys coach. Haven't heard back yet. Just to get kind of a breakdown of the season. I'll have him on if he'll come on. But um, just to kind of see what's going on with that. The girls soccer team, they're 3-5 and five at the moment. They've got a young team. Um, looking for big things from them. Uh, so any other um, parents out there that are listening to the show, if you can get us information, we would love to you know, kind of talk about how the teams are doing. I did look up something I wanted to share with everybody. The boys' basketball team. Now, I did see from the guys at Polk County Hoops okay. that they are putting Bartow ranked number two in the state. I think it was Auburndale was number one. In the state? In the state. 
Not in the county. Uh, maybe it was the county. Maybe I it was, was going to say. Yeah, maybe it was the county. <laughs> but I, I went to the, the Max Preps to look at how Bartow was doing. And it, I seen they only have one loss. Um, but some names popped out at me. So uh, Lowry, he's played in four games. He's got <laughs> 10 points. Um, Lowry. Lowry. <laughs> I like that name. What was the name in the movie? Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Lowry. (laughs) Uh, Let's see another name. Dathan Davis. He's played in five games. He's got 60 points. He's leading the team in scoring. Um, Points per game, he's averaging 12. So uh, he's doing a good job. And then another name popped out, uh, M. Bell. Oh. He's played in one game, it says. Big Bell. uh, No stat line there, but uh, I'd like to see Maurice out there as a senior. And then... The other player to mention right now is a kid named Drew Barry. He's got 59 points. Mm. Um, he is a 5'10 point guard, senior. So I'm looking forward to as this season gets going and you know there's more stats coming out with the Bartow basketball team that we can talk about them a little bit and maybe catch a game and definitely look for them in the playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah, um, the, the championship game last year was amazing. Uh, amazing. We had some of the team out doing a hype video. You see that? Uh, the football team, right. So yeah. A couple of the players, and I believe, speaking of uh, Big Bell there, I think he was in he, there. He was there. As well. So it was nice to see him out there still getting it in with the with the guys coming up on that team. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to uh, our Facebook page, and I posted the video that I think Lynn shared on Twitter. Right. And uh, I love to see that. I was, you know, telling Cole that's when champions are made. Right, is the off season. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't win it during the season. You can, a coach can prepare you all you want, but if you ain't putting in that work, if you mm-hmm. ain't putting in that dedication to the playbook, to the route running, to the how to get off the ball quicker, you know, everything. If you ain't putting in that work, Cole is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you got to do. He's going to the gym with me. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. He's ready to get it on. What do we think? Linebacker or no, something? I think he's going to be a right guard. Right guard? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care what you are. I hey. want to be a wide receiver. Yeah, he is trying to be a wide He's got good hands. He can be a kicker or a punter. Punter has to catch the ball. I was, so. just, I was just thinking of how easy that, I mean... Uh, don't, don't say how easy kick, kicker and punters don't <laughs> don't come at my neck over this but i mean they go out there i mean you got to think for some of these teams that are really good out there let's think nfl wise the chiefs um a couple of other teams the packers how often their punters even have to go out there because their offenses are so good <laughs> so they might fi- see the field once or twice and that's it <laughs> it is a good gig to, if you get to the nfl right you know backup quarterback and punter yeah, those two good spots. <laughs> um, coaching situation in Florida, man, they are going at. They are going at my coach. Are they? Yes, they Listen, are. It is unbelievable. The only like the stuff that happened today, I can't believe that's is going on. It's just like mind boggling. Right. Okay? That's kind of how I feel when I read the Gator stuff. <laughs> It's like, what are you people talking about? And then <laughs> they're mad because he retained Grantham. Uh-huh. And now they're mad that he's pursuing NFL jobs. Well, all you do is complain about him. Yeah. And that, that's all Gator fans do. And it, it doesn't matter if it's McElwain, Muschamp, whatever. 
they're gonna <laughs> complain about the, I don't know. What do you guys? I mean, I mean, do you, yeah. you can't blame them. The reality is, um, that as the saying goes, is that you can't please everyone, All right? right? Um, and that's always going to be the case with any program with, I mean, really with anything in life is you're not going to please everyone. Um, and at the end of the day, you got to settle for something. And usually you hope you're settling for what the majority believes in or would like to see. Yeah. Um, so if the majority thinks and or sees that Grantham should go, uh, I would, I, I would think that they would be letting him go. Um, and he can pursue whatever other opportunities are out there for him. And, I'm sure Gator fans would wish him nothing but luck for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Some of mm-hmm. them. Um, but yeah, and then just fill that void with whoever's out there and give that person the opportunity. But if they're not or people are split, um, then that's where you have things like this come up where you have a lot of both sides kind of just going back and forth. <laughs> well, sorry. Here, this is going to be a not popular take. I know there's some Gator fans listening. Okay, I have supported this man, Dan Mullen. I love him. Whatever NFL team he goes to or whatever team he goes to after the Gators, I'm going to pull for that team. He needs to leave Florida right now. Miami Dolphins, offensive coordinator. He. I thought they just re- I I thought they did an extension. No, it's part of it is what's going on is that. There's some contract negotiation stuff, and there's leverage, and who, who's trying to get leverage on who? Right now, the fact that publicly Dan Mullen hasn't come out and said, I'm staying at Florida, I'm here, the, the fact that he's allowing, and some people are saying he's advertising. I haven't seen that, but there's reports out there. He's got to go. You cannot, you cannot be the coach. We cannot get to where we want to get to with a coach that is hanging the NFL over like a carrot. Wow. Every NFL coach wants Nick Saban. I mean, every NFL owner, if they had an opening, they want to hire Nick Saban. Right. If he'll leave. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. But Nick Saban is a stable. Right. Now, don't tell me that Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, when those coaches are going into that room, you don't want to go to Florida. Dan Mullen's going to the NFL. He ain't going to be there. We ain't never going to get to where we want to get to with a coach. You want your coach to be wanted by the NFL. Nobody was coming trying to hire McIlwain or Nussmeyer to run their (laughs) offense. Right. But – you don't want a situation where the coaches are used against He ain't that great of a recruiter anyway. So this is going to hurt Florida. And the other thing, defensively, you need to stop recruiting guys that look good on film and seven-on-seven. <laughs> Just because you can play seven-on-seven football as a DB doesn't mean you can line up in pads and, and be physical at the point of attack and make the plays that you need to make. So those are two things. I love Dan Mullen. I wish him the best. Gator fans stink. All fans probably stink if I got in those message boards. I'm sure Seattle Seahawks fans are crazy too. Bucks fans are crazy. Mets fans are crazy. Yeah. But it's just like there's no college football is probably one of the greatest jobs to have if you had a good program. But I start to look at it like, you know what the dream job is? Kentucky. There ain't no pressure. <laughs> Just go do a good job and compete. Yeah. And they're happy. 
and I'm one who, as long as my team's competing, I'm happy. Well, it's not national championship or bust. That's an insane way of thinking. That's an Alabama way of thinking. Right. <laughs> but that's the way Nick Saban built it. And Different if you ain't standards. committed to building it his way, where you're committed to that program and you're going to hold people accountable, coaches included, administration included, media included, it's not going to work. Right. So move on, go to the NFL, bring in a Hugh Freeze, bring in somebody else that's going to be committed to this program because we're not going to catch Alabama with a coach like Mullen. I said it. And, and, and I was in the message boards two listen, weeks ago arguing with Gator fans that we need sir. him. Sorry. <laughs> he just totally interrupted me. That's exactly what I was going to say. Ask him two days ago about all this. He would have been like, oh, Dan Mullen – Needs to, he's the best coach. He's not blah, blah, blah. He is a great coach. <laughs> Total 180 people. And I don't think he, you know, you're going to have the same problems with Dan Mullen in the NFL that you have with him in college. He's an arrogant jerk. That, that's who he's, Dan Mullen is. They knew this going in when they hired him. He's funny, though. He's funny. <laughs> but he doesn't like the media. He doesn't like administration. He doesn't like having to deal with the rules of the NCAA. It's not going to work. You, you, you're a great offensive mind. Go do it in the NFL, but be careful what you wish for because when you go to the NFL, <laughs> ain't no time off. So yeah. that was my little Gator rant. Cole, what's big in uh, your world with sports, Bucks? So we made the playoffs, of course, and we secured the five seat against the seven and nine. I was about to say Redskins football Washington team. Football team. Um, first of all, before we make the playoffs, get a name. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> we should be worried about Chase Young on the edge because he's a really good – he's a stud rookie. And, yeah, he's probably going to win defensive rookie of the year. I had to text Cole today and say, why are we going to Washington? Because <laughs> they're the four seed. And, and I'm, I'm looking at the seed. record, 11-5, and 7-9. and nine. Why are we going to Washington? Well, they I, play in the worst division in football for the last decade or two. Cole That's me, why. He texts me back. He said, I don't know, Dad. That's just the way it is. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not good enough, Cole. Look it up. <laughs> Seven and nine, and they get home field. Because they won their division. And wow. unfortunately. And we didn't. The Bucks didn't because the Saints. Here's a question. The Saints took it. I feel you. bad because Dolphins fans are sad because they went 10-6 and six and didn't make the playoffs. That's yeah, that's that is tough. Bad. That's tough. Wes, I got a question for you. This Let's is Wes's it. question. Right. Oh, boy. Who has more pressure on them? Tom Brady or Lamar Jackson in this first round of the playoffs? I, I have my answer. Let Wes go. Oh, yeah. I would certainly think Tom Brady in a way. I mean, with the team that he has around him, I don't care if he's 50 years old. Um, with that team that he has around him, um, I also really love the coaching staff over there at Tampa with Bruce Arians. Um, I know, I think Byron Leftwich is either the offensive coordinator or QB coach. He could be both. Um, and I forget they have who is the former Jets coach. Um, I forget his name. I think he was, he was a head coach of the Jets at one point. Not Excuse Adam me. Gase, right? No. I was about to say. Um, but he used to be the uh, head coach for the Jets. 
and he's the defensive coordinator. But the whole staff, the team, I mean, they're lined up. Oh, Bowles. Top, yes, Todd yeah, Bowles. Todd Bowles. Thank you. He's lined, they're lined, that whole squad's lined up top to bottom. And when have you, I mean, the team is, is set up that way because of one reason. And we all in this room, or if you have common sense, know why. And it's because Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like, never has Tampa attracted all of this. Never. Never that I know of. Was that um, 2002? A train. Well, back when they were at the Super Bowl. Contender. Right. Yeah. But. And that's kind of the, always the trend with the Super Bowl winners, right? I mean, you see the, the Chiefs and, and some of these other teams who have so much success. And, and, that, and success attracts talent a lot of times on both the college and NFL levels. Um, but I, I would think for that reason, the pressure is more so on Brady, which may sound absurd to some people because they're like, this man has like five, six rings. Mm-hmm. that's my opinion right Mm -hmm. and that's obviously what you asked for and that's it i mean that team top to bottom i mean i i don't know um obviously they didn't go undefeated so they have taken their losses just as every team including the best team uh with the best record that being the chiefs if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. but we did beat the number one seed packers earlier in the season everyone's taking their losses so everyone knows what it's like despite what their team looks like as stacked or great like i've been saying um so in other words as well though any anything's possible Mm -hmm. so we'll see that but i i do think the pressure is more so on brady in that Uh, crazy lineup he has around him. i was gonna say brady but then i think about it and then i realize that i think it's lamar jackson because he's like either owen two or owen three in the playoffs in his career and he needs to step up in this uh game versus the titans they obviously got smacked by the Titans last year in the playoffs, so he needs to bounce back and beat them. So I feel like he has more pressure than Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Cole. I think he has more pressure because Brady may put more pressure on himself than Lamar will put on himself for the game. But in the overall scheme of it, the way you're going to remember things, if Brady loses to the 7-9 and nine Reds- Washington football team, <laughs> who sh- who they should beat on paper like they should mm-hmm. handle that if he loses it'll be a blip in tom brady's career right because in my mind i'm looking like if tom brady gets them to the nfc championship game and loses that's a super bowl like win mm-hmm. it's going to be another notch on his belt and he's got another year right so lamar jackson i think he is zero and two and Considered by many a top five quarterback in the league, am I right? He won an MVP. Yeah, top five quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Mm. I'd have to really break it down. He may not make top five, okay. but definitely top ten. This be, year, even if he's top ten, she was definitely a down year for him. But even if he's top ten, he's on, you know, uh, MVP. You right, know, right. Cover Madden, like he's the next best thing. He's supposed to be. If he goes zero and three. You know, people are going to start looking like, can he lead a team in the playoffs in the NFL? So it depends on who you, I, I don't argue your, you know, your way of looking at it. All right. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see uh, on side. It's been, th- Cole said to me, I never thought about it before. Cole said, dad, the Bucks made the playoffs for the first time in my life. <laughs> no wonder why I ain't been following these guys. <laughs> I love I'll, that. That's I'll have funny. to agree with all of you guys. So what do you got going? What, what, what's happened in the last two weeks with you that you want to discuss on the show? I, 
do have a quick question though before mm-hmm. I forget. Is blip like another term like pooch kick? No. No. What? Blip is just like a little mark on the career, like a little blip. Little, yep, it's a little spot. Blip. Like a little I like that word. Blip. I stole it. I heard it. Okay. Um, <laughs> From ESPN. I don't watch ESPN. I'm starting my own network. DraftKings. DraftKings. <laughs> 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 Producer Jen with the jokes. What about you, Wes? What anything happened over the last two weeks that you want to bring up? Or mm. yeah, I had nothing. No, not no. We'll come back talk. to you. We'll let you think on it. Not to my knowledge. Just living my own life, work, etc. Excited for the playoffs. Excited for football. Excited for uh, this Alabama Ohio State game. Um, What's your take on that? A lot of great yeah. football coming up. What's that? Mm, okay, Ohio so um, one, <laughs> are you uh, after watching Ohio State beat Ooh. Clemson, which I have to admit I did not watch. They um, killed it though. But after you, I'm sure you watch that game, right? Okay, after watching that game as an Alabama fan, are you at all worried about Ohio State? I, I would be. This is going to sound extremely cocky, but. It's very difficult to be worried about any opponent when you have a staff that Alabama does and ultimately the one and only Nick Saban um, and, the, and the talent in that team. I mean, worried, shoot. worried. Absolutely not. Can you acknowledge that they are a phenomenal team and they've made it this far for a reason? Yeah, without a doubt, because. Uh, and speaking of, of doubts, everyone had a doubt against Well, that's, Ohio. that's what I was going to say. I mean, how Their about season that, how about, wasn't that, like, that was the controversy yeah, they only of it, you know? played six games. And so. they won all of them. Granted, Indiana was a close call, and I think Indiana should have snagged that one, but they didn't. But that wasn't, like, a tough schedule, apparently, right? Well, they never play a tough schedule. Well, that, that was what the whole controversy was. So, for them to come out like they did. Right. Well, they got a great athlete at quarterback, and... Yeah. Um, as I was preparing for another show today, and I have to make an argument on that show about uh, top 10 drive picks for top the NFL. Five. Well, I went to top 10. <clears throat> well, I went to top five. Okay, so I'm looking at the top 10 drive picks in my mind. And all this was interesting. All of the players that I have on my top 10 are from the BCS playoffs. The four teams. All right. So Only one Clemson, of them, Alabama. All Ohio. 10 of mine come from Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame. What's the fourth one? Ohio State. Ohio State. And there's only oh. one from Ohio State. Nice. Pro- I can make an argument for six from Alabama. <laughs> hmm. So on paper, I won't be too worried about it. Now, the second question I have well, this he whole, didn't get to finish his oh, question he, because I'm rude and I interrupted. <laughs> no, but I, speaking of which, I'll, I'll finish that up real quick. Let him finish I will his gladly talk. acknowledge that they're a phenomenal team and they're here for a reason and they've proved a lot of people wrong. Um, and I got to poke fun at him, poke fun at him, including Dabo Sweeney, who had him had them ranked 11th in his own uh, uh, top 25 poll. And for them to be ranked 11 on his poll and beat them, who I think he had ranked uh, respectively right behind Bama and put a whooping on him, that's kind of funny. Yeah. It's funny. So, nonetheless, they're definitely a talented team, and they're, they're playing Bama in the championship game for a reason. And Bama, in their, their respected ways, they're 
as well for a reason, right? They've both been the best teams in football, and we'll we'll see who comes out on top. It's going to be a good game, nonetheless. So I'll, you're not even a little bit worried? Why? Why would I be worried? No. <laughs> <laughs> Two talented teams, nothing to be worried about. Do you think Ohio State was trying to back out of the game? Uh, not much of a comment on that. I, I didn't pay much attention. I got a, a notification from ESPN, of course, saying something about it, and I didn't look into it. I don't really care. It's going to happen one way or the other, and someone's going to win, and someone's going to lose. I have a take. I have a take. I saw this on TikTok. So someone said on TikTok that Trevor Lawrence purposely lost the game against Ohio State. Hear me out. Because he wants to lower his draft stock. And because he doesn't want to get drafted to the Jags or Jets, and picks three through thirteen don't really need a quarterback, but who has the fourteenth pick? Do you know? The fourteenth pick. The no. New England Patriots. Oh, interesting. Now I did I did see something on that. There was a story, and I think that goes along with what you're saying. There was a story where it showed Belichick after the game when they played. Was it the Browns? They played somebody. They played somebody, and they were saying that they let them win or lose, blah blah blah, and it was set up so that would happen. I did see that. Trevor Lawrence will be your quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, that he was my number one pick. Except, just accept that. Just accept it. That's what it's going to be. I'm not going to go over all my top five picks. Good for them, though. Good for them. We'll cover that later. Producer Jen. Um, I was asked if I was going to be in, um, a football pool. Is that what you call it next year? What? Football draft? Football oh my pool. goodness. Fantasy football. <laughs> fantasy football. Somebody asked you to be in fantasy Internals football. Mm-hmm. for the save. Yep. So did you say yes? I said, I'll get back to them. Now listen, this is what you do. <laughs> Let me do it. Let just me do play it. dumb. Be like, just play dumb. Just say. And you'll help me? Yeah, just say, I, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll play. And I then don't bring know it to I'm us doing. on the show, and we'll build your team for you. Is this a money thing? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, we're, oh, in. Yeah. we're in. Yeah. We're in. Joe. Oh, oh boy. We're on. <laughs> Let's do it. Joe's the mailman. Take. Long story. Take. Najee Harris with your first pick. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> right? Uh, hey, I, I do want to say this. I don't, I don't have much going on in my life, but um, I will say hands down, I, we, I bow down. I bow down. Alabama is awesome. I oh. mean, look at their talent. They had how many? Devontae Smith, Najee Harris. Come Mac on. Jones. Mac Jones. Devonta Smith, Heisman winner. Shout out yes. to him. N- 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 Kudos. Kudos. Well deserved. And he's, he's in my top five picks. I'll not say. Well Devontae. deserved. Najee Harris is. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. Oh my gosh. Every time we watched him, he was flying over someone <laughs> several times a game. Notre Dame defensive back got jumped over while standing up by Najee Harris. (laughs) Before we get to the last topic, I just want to touch on one more thing. Bartu, we, just to give you all the listeners kind of an idea of what we're working on, trying to get some of the cheerleading team on the show. Still waiting for Maurice Bell and the Tollies to reach out to us so we can get you guys on. So anybody out there listening that can help us with that because apparently our boy, he's slacking on us a little bit. Who? Maurice Bell? No. Who? Santiago. He's the one who said he was going to help us. So, Andrew, (laughs) what you doing? 
I Andrew. thought you were talking about me for a second. Come on, man. Help us out. Lynn. Thank you. I, have I them reach like, out to us so we can, we can get these guys on. <laughs> um, messing with Coach Tate. We're going to get Coach Tate, but um, he's he's uh, he's playing hard to get. Yeah. You know, he's he been want, busy. It's he looks been at a me, crazy time during Coach this. Tate looks at me at, like the media now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Coach you know, Tate reminds me of Andy Reid. He's a hard one to reel in. Yeah, but uh, who's Andy Reid? He's a Chiefs head coach. Oh, NFL. And then we're gonna give, um, we're gonna reach out to some of our sponsors that uh, helped us get this show off the ground and, and show some love to them. Um, so we're gonna try to reach out to them and give them a platform to come on and talk about their business and bar two in general. So those are things we're working on, along with stuff with the team. Um, anything that we see with the team, of course, we're gonna share on our Twitter page and Facebook. All right, last topic that I got for today for you guys. Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Rams. Here we go. Final pick, Seattle Seahawks. Third round. But listen. Who's going to take it? It's in Seattle. It's their third game of the season. I got to be home by 4 o'clock on Saturday. I got a training. That's not going to happen. I have a trainer at 10. We have a daughter. We have to get back to college. Listen, I have a trainer at 10. I'll be home at 1130. Yeah, I'm going to the gym, everybody. (laughs) There we go. Um, I got him going. Yeah, she got me going. So I'll be home at 1130. We'll I be, said get up or get out. We'll be in Orlando by one, one thirty. We're back home no, by... No, it's like at two something. Oh, no, you're going by yourself. Then. I got I to watch this game. <laughs> Does it come listen, one? listen, we have had to cancel attending weddings because there have been football, like major Gator football. Listen, football I work in media home. now. You know, this... This pays me a lot of money, and it's my duty. Oh, my word. Okay, it's my duty to watch this game because I'm making a prediction here. Here we go. And I don't want to be right. I think oh. you should be worried. He, I'm going with the Rams in this game. I'm okay. going with the Rams by three points. Oh, close game. It's respectable, at least. It's going to be a battle. And and I I feel like if Seattle could get by this game they'll make a run but this is it yeah this is the game i think for the rams and their sake it just depends on what version and i think most of them would agree with me um is that it just depends on what version of jared goff their quarterback that they get do they get the quarterback that played against us and unfortunately suffered a bit of a of a stinger to his thumb that definitely, I think most people would agree, both Seahawks and Rams fans, uh, kind of affected him throughout the game. Granted, he already wasn't having a, a phenomenal game. Um, as most people know, our defense was on pace to be a just disaster, um, historically, like worst ever. And then through the past, the, the second half of the season, we've been debatably the best if not top five defense and the numbers are there to prove it and it's been insane to watch it's been awesome to watch first and foremost because i was confident in us being a playoff team i wasn't confident in us doing anything after the first game um because of the defense but back to what i was saying ultimately depends on jared goff and how he's going to perform and then secondly obviously um kind of the biggest mystery of our team has been the identity of our defense um, and we've been able to add a player like Carlos Dunlap, um, a veteran leader who's uh, proven himself very well and already has a couple of sacks. He might be leading the team in sacks. Who oh, no, he's not um, because Jamal Adams is with oh, yeah. like nine and a half and he's set the record. So shout out to him. It's been 
proven, or at least he is proving it currently, that he was worth those two first-round picks. And uh, Bradley, Y'all give up your first-round picks Bradley every McDougal. year. What's that? Y'all give up your first-round picks every year. Yeah, because every time we do take someone, it's never anyone much talented for the most part. And it hasn't been that way since we drafted uh, the guy out of West Virginia, Mr. Bruce Irvin, back in like early, I don't know, it was 2010, 2011. Um, shout out to him. But, um, yeah, it just depends on what version of Jared Goff we get. depends on our defensive performance. Um, I'd like to see Metcalf really prove himself here. And it, I, here, here's something random. If Metcalf with Ramsey in coverage, this is Jalen Ramsey, the best defensive back in football, if, if Metcalf ends up with five receptions with Ramsey, and this sounds really bizarre, but if Metcalf ends up with five receptions with Ramsey in coverage on him, we win the game. Mm-hmm. That's I my agree. bizarre prediction of wow. the game. Write that down. To put it in your notes, Cole. Put it in your notes. So if he has four, three, two, one, or no receptions, we don't win the game. And that's not because Metcalf is necessarily going to be the difference maker, although he can. But if we can't even get the ball in this guy's hands to even give him the opportunity, chances are it's not getting into many other people's hands either, and, and we're just not having a great game offensively. And unfortunately, that's been a struggle of ours down the stretch. It's went from let Russ cook to... What what is Russ doing? You know, uh, it's turned into that. Unfortunately, our defense complete 180, and I hate to say it, but our offense has done a complete 180 as well. Um, granted, they've been able to get the job done. We still finished with a 12 and four record, secured third seed, secured the NFC West, um, and it's been an amazing run. A stressful one at times with some of these games, as you know, true Seahawks fans know we could play a team that's never won a game in like five years and we'll find a way to make it close. <coughs> New York Giants. So, <laughs> right. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a good game. Um, I've heard some things that uh, this John Warford guy, who's a second string quarterback over there. He's, he's talented. Apparently he could start, but we'll see. I think, I think golf's going to start. There's no chance. You know, he's, but if golf struggles, they got an option. Yeah, the, that's true as well. If if they can't get anything going by halftime, I wouldn't be surprised to see him make that switch. Well, but I'm we'll gonna, see. I'm going to be rooting for Seattle because anybody listening to this show in the past <clears throat> knows we're kind of been heading towards that Buck Seahawk showdown, and we want that because we want the content. So <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun. Cole, do you have a, a pick on that game? Um, I, I'm just going to go with Wes here. For the first time in, like, forever. I feel like the Seahawks are going to win this game. I hope they do. But I, I think this is going to be a hard a hard matchup. I mean, oh, they, it is. It's a division matchup in the playoffs, so they know the Rams <laughs> and they know, like, their plays and stuff. So I feel like it will go down to the wire and the Seahawks are eventually going to win it. Um, just touch real quick. Quick prediction on the Bucks. Oh, you want a score prediction? No, just a quick prediction. Um, Tom Brady throws for 357 yards and four touchdowns and the Bucks on the game. Wow. <laughs> and an interception. Are you writing this down? I don't think it's going to be that great. No, I don't either. Um, it's recorded. That, that, but <laughs> That's what he did in last game against the Falcons, but, but that's the I th- Falcons. I think he's going to show that he is Tom Brady, right? Who everyone knows very well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and he's gonna he's gonna, I mean he's just gonna show himself and show his experience in that game. Um, he's not playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, at least not yet. He could be, obviously. I hope he does. But um, he's not there yet. He can get there just like any NFC team can. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the Chiefs. It can be anyone in the AFC. The Bills have looked incredible as well. If there's one team that can beat the Chiefs in the playoffs this year, it's definitely the Bills. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't think it's going to be that rich stat-wise for Tom. Um, I still think he's going to look impressive uh, for his age and, and also because that's the main reason a lot of people have kind of questioned him and doubted his skill and all. Um, and it did look a little rocky through the first four or five weeks of the season. I will say that. And I think most fans would agree um, of football or the Bucks is that it did look a little rocky, which that was probably more so just chemistry issues and him still learning the playbook and the off season was so weird training. I don't even know if there was training camp. Everything was just weird um, mm-hmm. for all teams. Um, and specifically with, with that team, with so many new pieces and getting the greatest quarterback of all time, yeah, it's going to be a little weird, and it's going to take a minute to get going. And they sure did, and they proved that. Well, I think they're going to win the game. I'm glad it's the COVID situation and the crowd. I don't think it's going to play too, you know, a factor in that yeah. in the playoff, which is kind of sad. But uh, at seven and nine, you don't really deserve a home field advantage, um, unless so you're in the NFC East. Of I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> it's going to be a tough, you know, I look at it and go, there's a lot of bucks haven't been there. But then I look at Brady and Gronk and Antonio Brown and it's, they'll be fine. Yeah. And uh, Mike Evans and Godwin. Well, Mike Evans is Is he playing? I don't know. I don't feel like he is though. All right. So I know I said last thing, but I want one more thing because it's not on the next topic <laughs> on the next show. Quick prediction on the Browns and Steelers. Because oh. I've seen the Browns look like they're going to be healthy now. And Uncle Tank will take a bet on that. Their head coach is still out for the game. I don't care about the head coach. And but the head coach is. And one of the best guards in the NFL, Joel Blatonio, is out. He is out. One of their third or fourth string receivers, Hodges, is out. Oh, I ain't um, with that one. And then one or two other personnel who I don't think. Uh, they might not play a huge part like the head coach does, but was they're gonna, part of the staff that are going to be out as well. Who, Cole? I was going to go with the Browns this game, but I'm actually going to go with the Steelers. Right. Yeah, I, I'm going to part with them too, right, mainly to because round. of that. Unfortunately, unfortunately I, I, I'm going to be rooting for the Browns. I will admit Should that. Should I hold out for when the Bills <clears throat> play them? If the Bills play the Steelers, that's the one I want. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the Bills that's are going to the That's the one I hit, the them, I hit them over the head with. Yeah. Right. Cleveland Rocks. Listen, kids that are listening, I do not encourage sports betting at all. Okay, so don't do that. But I'm gonna get Uncle Tank on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a good rivalry. Here's my here. here's my AFC championship. No, we'll save that for we'll save we'll that. Save that. Producer Jen, anything before we get out of here? No. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, you've done a great job on this episode. <laughs> And uh, I'm glad I could help. We'll be back next week. Um, this episode <laughs> was brought to you by the Fox. The what? The what were you? I would the, say the or uh, but it's Father Something Podcast. The Jason and Cole Father Something Podcast. Okay, so we're about to record that episode. You can check that out on the same platform: Spotify, Google, <clears throat> and Apple Podcast. Thank you for listening, everybody. Cole, you gonna take us out? Shooby dooby. Uh oh. Peace. Thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> Subscribe, comment, 
Rate us. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Can you even subscribe? <laughs> We're not on YouTube yet. But anyways. Subscribe on Apple. Anyways.